from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to our uh, uh, Thursday episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast Practitioner Brief slash Cyber News, your latest, greatest news right here. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and your favorite podcast listening platform. Give us a five-star rating. I do this podcast every single day. A full-time says so. I literally do this every single day, Monday through Thursday, um, because I feel like there's there's value, and you guys definitely give me that feedback. So so I'm grateful for all y'all for tuning in. Go check out our website, cyberhubpodcast.com. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel at Cyberhub Podcast. We've got a packed show today, so I won't waste your time with more marketing. Let's get right into it, because a lot is happening. But before we do that, i got to power myself off and, and, and get, get some caffeine in my blood with my double espresso. Coffee cup cheers, folks. Let's get an Android leaking traffic even when the always-on VPN is enabled. The uh, Mulvod VPN has discovered that Android leaks traffic every time the device connects to a Wi-Fi network, even if block connections without VPN or always-on VPN feature is enabled. The data being leaked outside VPN tunnels, tunnels includes source IP addresses, DNS lookup, HTTPS traffic, and likely also NTP traffic. This behavior is actually built into the Android OS and is a design choice. However, Android users likely didn't know this until now due to the inaccurate description of the VPN lockdown feature in the documentation. VPNs, which are protected networks, I'm not going to go through this explaining what a VPN is. Um, you guys all know what the potential, uh, what a VPN is, but here's the potential implications. Traffic leaking outside a VPN con- uh, connection does contain metadata that could be used to derive sensitive de-anonymized information like Wi-Fi access point location and a whole slew of more data, including source IP address, including device, apps, a whole slew of metadata could leak there. And so that's an issue right there. Uh, Google should at least update their documentation as of right now. There's no fix for it. But if you are, if you've got the always on VPN on your, you know, company devices that are Android based, just know that's not doing the job that you're hoping it does. And that's why I think the story is critical. Palo Alto and Aruba patch severe uh, vulnerabilities. Palo Alto networks and Aruba networks have each denounced patches for severe vulnerabilities affecting their products. The advisory, which was published uh, yesterday by both informs, <clears throat> excuse me, informs customers about a high severity authentication bypass vulnerability affecting the web interface of its Pan OS 8.1 software. The security hole is tracked to CV 2022-0030. According to the company, the network-based attacker with specific knowledge of the targeted firewall or Panorama appliance can impersonate an existing PanOS admin and perform privileged action. PanOS 8.1.24 and later versions patched the vulnerability, but the vendor noted that patch oh, uh, PanOS 8.1 has reached end of life. So you want to make sure you update that. Um, also, uh, Aruba's Edge Connect Enterprise Orchestrator product is also uh, having authentication bypass flaws. Um, and those are tracked to CV 2022-379-013-379-014. It can be exploited remotely by an unauthenticated attacker to obtain admin privileges on the targeted system, according to the advisory, and a patch is available there as well. Signal is removing support for SMS text messages on Android devices. Signal said it's it will start to phase out SMS and MMS message support from its Android app to streamline user experience and prioritize security and privacy. The announcement may surprise those who don't know that Signal can also be used to manage this type of text message 
The signal for Android app could be configured as the default SMS or MMS app since it's beginning as text secure an app that used the Axolot Ratchet protocol. We've now reached a point where SMS support no longer makes sense in order to enable a more streamlined signal experience. We're starting to phase out the SMS support from the Android app. So if this was something you were using, you're probably going to have to go somewhere else uh, now. China is targeting U.S. state legislature. A China-linked cyber espionage group was recently observed targeting state legislatures across the U.S. The uh, APT27, known as Bronze Union, or Emissary Panda, and, and the 732 other names it's been given, so in the new report detailing APT-27's recent activity, Symantec notes that the attack on the U.S. state legislature is the first time in several years it's seen the cyber espionage group targeting a U.S. entity. As part of these attacks, they've been seen exploiting the Log4j, Apache Tomcat, and using private servers uh, for command and control as well. Uh, in recent attacks, they've abused endpoint privilege management application CyberArk's Viewfinity for sideloading the malicious payload as well this involves attacking a malicious dll in a directory where a legitimate dll is expected to be found um so they've been targeting a whole slew of u.s state legislatures if that's not a declaration of war i don't know what is for everything this administration is trying to do for cyber at, at bare minimum address these types of things hard fast and with impact Finally, Lebanon-based hacking group is attacking Israeli targets with a custom backdoor. The advanced APT known as Polonium attacked more than a dozen organizations using at least seven custom backdoors. Since September of last year, ESET is saying that they're attacking engineering, IT, law, communication, branding and marketing, media, insurance, and social services. The various attacks have been carried out by this group over a short period of time. They're backed by Iran. They're either using C++, C++, um, or C-sharp, Polonium relies on major cloud providers to hide their command and control infrastructure. They use a Dropbox, OneDrive, and Mega for their attacks as well. Folks, that's it for our show today. We'll be back with a whole lot more on Monday. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Have a great weekend, and most importantly, stay cyber safe. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.